just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Not knowing how we'll get through this test, but holding on to faith you know best. Nothing can catch you by surprise You've got this in control And now we know that you made a way When our backs were against the walls And it looked as if it was over Standing here only because you made a way. You made a way. Only because you made a way. Cause you move a mountain. And you call the walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles. And there is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you may. Cause you move the mountains. Lord, you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform the miracles and there is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made, cause you move a mountain. You cause the walls to fall with your power. You perform the miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made. And we're standing With your power, you perform the miracles. There is nothing that's impossible, and we're standing here only because you made.
when our backs were against the wall And then looked as if it was all over You made a way And we're standing here Only because you made Lord, you were against the wall and I looked as if it was over Lord you you made a way and we're standing here only because you made Lord you As if it was over, Lord, you, you made away. And we're standing here only because you made away. Every clapping, every clapping. Every clapping. I really enjoy the song because Prophet has made a way for us. He has made a way for some of us. I can remember when I joined the church, it was like a, a Kobolo boy who has come to church. But by the grace of God, today you can see me in time. It just, Prophet, God bless you for sending a man of God who has even passed away, but I'm still here. God bless you. And God has prophet have sent another man, Bishop Chris, who is continuing washing the the, the gold to be brighter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Another minister wants to bless us. As one of the things for you to be able to sing for Bishop Chris, because the man of God is the man of God is a music. As he himself is a music. It's not that he sings, or so it's a music. So it's not easy for you to sing. So if I selected, it's a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome one of the ministers. Grace to bless her. Put her hands together as she can. That grace. Wow. Oh mm-hmm. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today is going to be a very exciting day because we are honoring our prophet today. And I believe that most of us are here because our prophet is around. Yeah. He prays for us. He teaches us. We just want to tell Bishop Dak that he shouldn't stop praying. He shouldn't stop sending pastors. He shouldn't stop sending missionaries because we've not been to the mission field yet. So he should keep on praying. He should keep on. He shouldn't stop writing the books. He shouldn't stop writing the songs. Some of us, the songs have kept up going each and every day. The songs ministers to our spirit, to our souls, and we are becoming better people because he writes such songs. He shouldn't stop rebuking us. Shouldn't stop teaching us how to be nice, flowing girls, how to dress, how to eat. Yes, I mean, I've been blessed by his ministry. I just want to say thank you, Bishop Doug. We really, really love and appreciate you. Thank you for saying yes to the call of God upon your life. We love you so, so much. Yes, and thank you for coming up with the Macarius. It's been a blessing to us. Our lives have been changed. Our lives have been transformed each and every single day. We just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for making us strong Christians, for teaching us why we should win souls, why we should we should say yes to the call of God. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Every clapping, you will surely be a strong Christian. Amen. I said, You surely be a strong Christian. Bishop, that thank you one more time. You are a bishop, you are a prophet, you are a pastor, you are an evangelist, you are an apostle. That's what the apostle should be there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. We have reached a very important aspect of the service which is the word of God. Magnify word. Oh, I thought you would put your hands together for the Lord. God is about to magnify your life. Your life will come out. Your ministry will come out. Something will come out about your life as you are about to hear the word of God. And I know that your life will never be the same. The Bible said in Luke chapter 5 that and the people press upon Jesus to hear the word of God. 
as he stood by the lake of Ganazare, they pressed, they pressed. This morning, may you press to hear the word of God. Amen. I see you pressing. Amen. I say, I see you pressing. Amen. I say, I see you pressing Amen. to hear the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, every Sunday, let's welcome my pastor, my bishop, the Bishop Grace Christian Ado. Give the Lord a shout, a shout, a shout. Your shout is too small. The son of the prophet, the Bishop Grace Christian Ado. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. We are blessed to be alive. We don't take it for granted. We believe, oh God, that you have given us opportunity to be part of this family of which you have called the prophet Dagwood Mills to start many years ago. And today we can say we are part, Lord, of the AA denominational wing of this great ministry. I pray for everyone that is watching and hearing. I ask, oh God, that you specially bless them grant them the grace to receive revelation today. I pray Holy Spirit anoint me, anoint my lips may the word that you have put on my mouth come with power, may it bring healing and may it bring change in the lives of your people. In Jesus mighty name, and God's people say Amen. Please take your seat wherever you are, if you're already seated, God bless you. Today I want to preach on a message I'm dedicating to our father, the prophet Doug Heward Mills because he celebrated his birthday just three days ago. That was on Thursday. And uh, I believe that it's worth celebrating him today as a church. And so I'm going to preach for a short time. But this message is dedicated to him. So I want you to receive the word. Let's turn our Bibles to Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Malachi for the sake of those who are also listening to me in Ghana, and more precise in Chi, be a Bible called Malachi, a TAD kind of Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. One of these days I'll speak Chinese, and people will know that by the grace of God, <laughs> God has children with languages. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. Bible says that a son honoreth his father. So anywhere you see a son and you don't see a daughter, don't say, oh, okay, this is for the boys. No, it's for both boys and girls. But for the sake of time, they just have to use one gender. A son or a daughter honoreth his father and a servant his master. That means that a servant also honoreth his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? And this is God speaking through the prophet Malachi. You know, I, I, I think let me just read some few verses after that and then I make my point. Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests. And here priests refer to all of us who are called by the covenant blood of Jesus that if you are a child of God you are a king and you are a priest according to Revelation 1.6 so he said, I say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests that despise my name so what he's trying to say is that most of us despise his name and you say, wherein have we despised thy name verse 7, he said that you offer 
polluted bread upon my altar. And you say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. And you offer, and if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? Is it not evil to offer blind animals on the altar as your sacrifice? Is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee? Or accept thy present? Sayeth the Lord of hosts. And now, I pray you, beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. This has been by your means will he regard your presence saith the Lord of hosts and the last verse for now who is there even among you that will shut the doors for naught neither do you kindle fire on my altar for naught I have no pleasure in you saith the Lord of hosts neither will I accept an offering at your hand why because God felt that his people were not honoring him you know one of the saddest things is for somebody who should be honored to feel that he's not honored. You know, if you're a pastor and, for instance, you begin to realize that your people that you are pastoring all these years seem not to see your value. <laughs> you would easily want to just move on. And sometimes because of that, what you even want to pass on to them, you would try and then avoid passing it on to them. And so today's message, I'm going to be sharing some deep revelations and practical things that have happened in the lives of many people who did not honor those that they had to honor. If you are a church member, you must honor your pastor. Can I have an amen? amen. We in this family, that is Bishop Dag's children, we need to honor our prophet. And so today, we are honoring the prophet because it is the right to do so. Can I have an amen? Clap your hands for Jesus wherever you are. As you are clapping, may God pour forth blessing upon you. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Romans 13, 7. Bible says that, and this is a very important scripture. Romans 13, 7. Bible says that, Render therefore to all their dues, Tribute to whom tribute is due, and custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And so this scripture actually makes us know that, and there's a New Testament commandment, that there are some people who are due honor. Your father who gave birth to you may have his own problems and mistakes, but I said if you're a Christian, you must learn to honor your father. You must learn to honor your mother. Hallelujah. And so today I want to talk to you about what I call honoring with ease. Honoring with ease. It's actually one of the chapters in our father's book, Those Who Honor. And so today's title is Honoring with Ease. Say with me, Honoring with Ease. Hallelujah. I'm giving you the points and then after that I can just go into it a little bit and then we are done. So point number one is he it's good to be taught. And so write the points down. Get your book now. Get your pen if you have your iPad. If you don't have an iPad may you receive an iPad by the end of this year. 
You see, it's very important because the iPad will help you to read the different versions of Bibles. It will help you to just go to your Facebook. It will help you have your pictures, your videos. It will help you to have a lot of books, over 3,000 books, 4,000 books, depending on the size of your memory. Receive your iPad by the end of this year. Number one, honor with love and faith. Honor with love and faith. Hmm. Number two, I'm talking about honoring with ease. So number one, honor with love and faith. Number two, honor with acceptance and admiration. Honor with acceptance and admiration. If you're going to honor with ease, you must honor with acceptance and admiration. Hmm. Number three, honor with a conviction. Honor with a conviction. Honor with a conviction. My God. Number four, honor according to rank. Honor according to rank. Honor according to rank. And then number five. Hmm. I love this. Are you enjoying what I'm reading? Honor with humility. Honor with humility. Honor with humility. And the last one, honor before it is too late. (laughs) Honoring with ease. Number six, honor before it is too late. Look at somebody you are watching this Facebook live with and tell the person, you got to honor before it is too late. Those who spoke like I said, may you go to America. If you spoke like some local person, may you stay in Kaswa. (laughs) I believe all those who are watching spoke like I said. I said, tell your neighbor, you got to honor with ease. Hallelujah. And then tell your neighbor you got to honor before it's too late. Yeah. So now let's go through the points. Point number one. Do you have it? What was point number one? Honor with love and faith. Do you know that? Do you know that? It, it will always be very difficult to honor somebody you don't love. Those in the studio, what do you think about that? Is it true? I mean, if you look at somebody, you see, and get this from now. Honoring is usually from down to up. It's not up to down. You don't, my children should not expect me to honor them because they've done nothing and they deserve nothing. If they are watching me, they should get this revelation now. But I expect them to honor me. They must honor their mother because we give birth to them. So honoring is always from here to there. So I so a church member must honor his pastor. Don't expect the pastor to honor you. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's why we are always learning. 
those nice ladies who were singing, they shouldn't expect me to say, oh Grace, you have done well. If I don't say it, I'm like, you have done well. Uh, because of that next Bishop Chris, since he came, he doesn't even say you have done well. Even this singing, I'm planning to change after COVID-19. I'll sing again. Oh, oh, oh. Rather, you should you should look for seats and come and give it to me. That oh, Bishop, I thank you that you are giving me an opportunity. Am I preaching to somebody? That is honor. That's how it should be. That is how it should be. That is how it should be. I I have to honor Prophet Doug. He doesn't have to honor me. Who am I? So I'm correcting this as we go through the point because you see, some of you sometimes you think that eh, I don't know why my father also talks to me like that. If your father talks to you like that, look, you should really have to say, Lord, I thank you that I have a father. Most of the people who challenge their parents, who challenge authority, when the authorities are no more, that's when they say, I wish, I wish my father was alive. But I pray that as I'm teaching these revelations, you wouldn't make such mistakes. So I'm establishing this fact. It's not, it's a point, but I'll bring it up again. But I'm saying that the honoring is from here to there. It's from below and it goes to up. And blessing comes from top to down. So we honor authorities. When you look into your life, those who are authorities in your life, spiritual, in your workplace, in your family, they are the people who must be honored. And I'm saying that the honoring cannot be done if you don't have love for such people. And that is the reason why Satan does everything to mar such people who you must honor. If Satan can get you to see your father as some way, you have reasons why you don't have to honor your father. Most people who have fathers who drink, most people who have fathers who even beat their mothers, they have reasons why they don't have to honor their father. But God didn't say, honor your father and your mother if they don't beat your mother. There's nothing like that. God said, honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. Whether your father has issues, whether your mother has issues, that is not the matter. That is not the issue. You have to honor your father. Prophet Doug, Prophet Doug may have his own challenges. His pastors may have his own, their own challenges. Because we are human. But that shouldn't make us say that we will not honor our parents, we will not honor our pastors, we will not honor our bishop, we will not honor our prophet. That is a mistake. So we must fight hard to maintain that love we need to have because the love is a support. It's a pillar. This Friday when we had our Gethsemane prayer, the Holy Spirit led me to let us pray specially for our hearts to be filled with love. Because the Bible says that in Galatians 5, 6, it said that it, in Christ Jesus, it is neither uncircumcision or circumcision, it's neither male nor female, but, you see that it is faith that worketh by love. So in Christ Jesus, what matters is faith that worketh by love. And it is by faith that you please God. And instead of your faith works by love. So love is very, very important. Because if faith will let you accomplish things and it is your love that should let your faith work, then you need to have that love. Most of us do not have the love that God has poured in our hearts working in our lives. 
And it's the reason why you find it difficult to honor those that you must honor. If you don't have love, you cannot honor those you must honor. Am I talking to somebody? It is important that you tune all your relationships, whether it is parental relationships, whether it is spiritual relationships, to the love frequency. There is something you can call love frequency. Abla. Love frequency. Just like we have sweet melody frequency, which is what? 94.3 FM. So we also have love FM. So tune, tune, tune your, your heart to the love frequency. Some of you, your love frequency is not, is not working. When you put, when you try to put it away here, shh, it's corrupted. But as I'm preaching, I pray that the Holy Spirit will correct that so that you now begin to have that love, that appropriate love, the proper love for your mother, for your father, irrespective of what they, they, you think they are not doing. The appropriate love for your pastors. How, how would you feel if a pastor of a church, or you are a pastor of the church, I'm talking to you, and you have fed your people for many years, let's say seven years, or let's say ten years, or let's say twenty years. Let me use fifteen years. <laughs> and then your people have not bought your car before. And then you invite a man of God, a friend of yours, a prophet, and then he comes to the church. And God uses him like he has been using him anyways. And then after his ministration, somebody in the church goes to buy a four-wheel drive and brings it to the prophet. If you were the pastor who has fed these people 15 years, how would you feel? Offended? Hurt? Disappointed? You wouldn't be happy at all. No, no, because it's like the question is that, ah, so what, what, what about me? What have I done? One day pay you, he has a car. 15 years. I don't even have a shoe. At least if you have bought an apartment car, I will say, oh, as, I mean, they, but, and this is what is happening. A lot of people honor outsiders. They honor uncles, but leave fathers. Most of us are victims of what I'm talking about. That is why a lot of pastors are hurt. A lot of pastors are hurt. A lot of pastors are hurt. Me, I've been hurt before. That you see how you sacrifice your life, you run, you see a church, a church member will call you, and then 11, 12, you have to drive and through the night, dangerous places with, with, with risks. And you get to whatever you pick the people, husband, wife, rush to the hospital, and then after that, they would not honor you. But they'll honor an uncle, they'll honor someone who just comes once to preach. And they are blessed, and then give so seeds into such people. That's how sometimes prophets feel. Most of you are watching me. You don't so seeds into prophets' life. 
but you look at the prophet on TV and the prophet is just doing some gymnastics and displays and then he says that, now sow your seed and then you begin to take big money, mobile money and you send it there but when prophet says that, sow a seed you begin to ask questions what what is the money being used for? that is dishonoring your father if I am preaching well, you better clap for me (laughs) 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 I didn't know what I can say, amen So number two, okay, let me let me let me give you a, some four scenarios in one of the examples that prophet talks about. Okay, would you want to hear? So this part I'm reading for you to hear. A billionaire. Okay. Hey, That means that God should deliver us from this mistake. A billionaire gave $5 billion to his housekeeper and $100 to each of his children. Why? This rich man who gave millions of dollars to this housekeeper because it was because she felt that the housekeeper was always honoring him and the children were always dishonoring him. So when he was about dying, he said, Charlie, forget about my so-called children who never respect me, who never honor me. My housekeeper who has served me will do anything that I would want. Will fetch water. You Just give all the money to her. Don't be shocked. Another rich man gave millions of dollars to his cat. You didn't hear me well. I'm saying cat. Meow, meow. He said the cat should be looked after in a home and research should be done for the cat's illnesses. And to his wife, he gave a Bible. <laughs> so that it will help her to change her rude and disrespectful ways. Wives, you better honor your husband. It doesn't matter what your husband has done. It doesn't matter what you are not happy with your husband about. If you don't honor your husband, there will come a day that you will regret. I'm reading Bible, though. I can I can see that the atmosphere is quiet. It's it is reflected by the quietness in the studio. Another another scenario. A maid won a notorious legal battle with a family of six children for a $300 million estate. This maid had looked after her boss and her boss decided to give her his estate instead of giving it to his ungrateful and disrespectful children. This is the third example I've given you. So in the realms of the spirit, sometimes when your spiritual father's do not feel honor. They would rather release their spiritual blessing too. And I can see it. You see a lot of sons and daughters of Bishop Dye. We are not doing so well like other sons and daughters outside. 
I mean, look at how God has used him to write books. God has used him to compose music. God has used him to raise up many, many missionaries. God has used him to build a lot of buildings. It is his ministry that we find ourselves in. The real sons and daughters were supposed the son or a child of an elephant is supposed to be an elephant. We should be able to see same effects even in its in its in its early stages coming forth. But you see only few. Why? But you realize that some other people who are not liticians will be saying that, oh, I connected to this man of God and I began to listen to his messages and he began to, began to listen to the Makane. I had all his books and then within some few weeks, few months, my church grew from this to that. But we don't hear these things in our church. Why? Because I believe that we are not appropriately honoring the great man of God. That is why today we are celebrating him. Please, be careful, be careful. Somebody is trying to insult me. Be careful. Yeah. If you don't, just, just try and, yeah, just move. But don't insult me. Don't insult me. I'm teaching you truth. Hmm. Another, another scenario. <laughs> Do you want to listen? There's this story of honor about this lady called Kara Wood. In 1992, Kara Wood was 17 and was working at Dreams Colonial Restaurant in her hometown of Kiagreen Falls, about 15 miles east of Cleveland. She was a good employee, bright, friendly and helpful. One customer who was a very rich man, Bill Cruston, liked her so much that he always would sit in her section. So when you get to the restaurant, there was every section that was assigned to a waiter or a waitress. This lady was so nice, always bright looking, always friendly, always, you know, so when this man comes, he would just want to sit there. A widower, this man, with no children, went daily to the restaurant for his meals. And so, gradually, with time, anytime he goes, the way the lady will relate to him, he became like a friend to her. So when the man is coming, sometimes he just call, I am on my way, and then the lady will just be waiting for him. In addition to being his regular waitress, this lady gradually began to help him around the house and run errands for him. No ulterior motive. No evil besides. Wood, Kara Wood, became so important to this rich man, this widower. Widower means that he had a wife and had lost a wife. This man called Craston, that he rewrote his will. So the man was so challenged that he wrote his will. He rewrote his will, making her the main beneficiary. This man called Craxton, at the age of 82, died of heart failure in November 1992. And to the surprise of this lady, the man left her half a million dollars. Just because of 
the way she would honor. Look, learn to be nice. Though. Some of you, you think, oh, me, uh, you can't talk to me like that. Hey, please, change, 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 change. Some of you, you are always, you always frown your face. Even your frowning of your face to an authority is a sign of dishonor. Your boss, if your boss is to think about somebody to sack first, he will think about you. Yeah, because like you, you, ah, you don't smile, you don't talk, you don't communicate, you don't, there's nothing about you that really want me to have you here. Yeah, but you must do things that will let your boss want to always, am I talking to somebody? Okay, point number two. What was it? Honor with acceptance and admiration. You know? So, you must, you must accept whoever you want to honor. In this case, accept a, a prophet. Me, I'm the bishop of this cathedral. You may not like my height, but, but accept me. Let me accept me. <laughs> Please. Maybe the way I talk, it offends you. Accept me. If you don't accept me, you will delete yourself from the um, the pages. If you don't accept me, you, you you wouldn't want to listen to me anytime you hear me talking. And that will mean that gradually you will leave the church. But if you are in the church, you must accept the pastor of the church, the bishop of the church, the prophet of the family. How can you be in, in a UD and you don't accept the prophet? from whom the anointed is coming to impact all of us. It's a mistake. Mistake means taking and you missed it. Miss, you missed the taking. You had to take, but you missed it. It's a mistake. Don't miss the taking. I said, don't miss the taking. And not only accept, you must admire. Admire, just say, I said, I said, Something, something. Are you understanding me? Yeah, you must admire. You must admire all the songs that Ida sings. Look, me, I can put the song in singers in Italy because their songs were written by a prophet. See, Papa is wild. I admire his books. To be honest with you, I today I'm confessing my revelation. It's not only since that you confess. You know, 1990 was when I saw a video about the prophet. I said, hey, this young man is nice. But then I'd never felt, had thought of joining Lighthouse. But my cousin was in the church, so you used to watch the videos. 91, 92. But 1993, I went practically to visit and that's how I stayed. But to be honest with you, my revelation I'm confessing is that I, 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 I liked everything about him. I'm telling you the truth. I said, hey, handsome brother. Anointed. I mean, the, the handsome plus anointed was confusing me. And it has kept it to, to, up today. I look at his handsomeness and his spirituality. Because it tells you, oh, you're handsome, how are you bad? <laughs> handsome I say, I admire this great man of God. And he's talented and he's gifted. He would teach and you would, it would change your life if only you would listen and you obey. He, he, look, I, one of the preachings he was sharing and he was showing us how he used to learn in the medical school. I didn't do medicine. 
I didn't build on technology. I said, ah, but the revelations he was giving, I had to just copy and paste. You learn in codes. I said, hey, I admire the way my pastor is teaching, my way my pastor learns, the way he's, 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 ah, ah. Look, oh, you be, be, be. What do you admire about your mother? Admire your mother's cooking. Admire her beauty. It doesn't mean your mother, your father, your pastor will not have an issue. But at least look at the areas that you can look at and then hyperbolize it. Magnify it. Let it be the strength that you would admire. Am I talking to somebody? If you do not admire, you cannot honor the person. It's the reason why people like Mary Magdalene eh, would accept and admire Jesus to the point where they will come and then she uses her hair to just clean her feet. How many can do that? Since I came to this church, I can see people who are accepting and admiring. I said, look, they are anointing on you. Somebody keeps sending me messages that thank you so much that I admire this quality about you that you're always connecting us to the prophet. Always connecting us to the and I, I, I have taken note of that person. Because that is that is the aim. I am here to connect us to our father. I'm not here to show <laughs> to disconnect <laughs> or to to show that me too I am I am whatever. No. It is his ministry. And I am a son. And I've been sent to his sons and daughters to help. Admire something about your pastor. Admire something about your husband. Your husband is strong, yes. But he gets things done. Admire the getting things done. Number three. Can we say it together, number three? Honor with a conviction. You see, when we say conviction... Conviction is an inner persuasion. It's like you know that God had told me this. You see, without a conviction, sometimes it's very difficult to honor. Because Satan will also try and get you not to honor. I'll share my testimony and then I'll also share a testimony that Daddy had written in his book. You know, one day I it was give thyself holy and I think the first day the first day as I was approaching the conference the Lord clearly impressed on my heart that Chris this your money you have been hoarding get it. And it's not a small money. In foreign currency, get it and go and honor your father. If if it was not for the conviction, I would have said, no, I bind this voice. But you see, the, the conviction, so I just gathered it and then put it in an envelope. Do you know, first day when I got there, I tried to find ways to reach my prophet. I couldn't. 
second day I mean when I say find ways there are people you must call that oh I want to do whatever I want I did all that and second day the impression was get it to him today I did everything I could third day it starts on Tuesday so Thursday was Thursday I did everything I couldn't. And Friday was the last day. And the Friday, hey, I said, Lord, something is trying to stop me. But I'll follow my conviction. And I did everything possible. And finally, I was able to get my seed to. He, he didn't get it, but through someone who was very close to. I got it to the person. And the person, I'll, I'll get it to daddy for you. And then daddy came in. This was, I think, the second session during the day. When he came in, after I delivered my seed, he came to the, pul- the pulpit. Actually, when I was giving to the person, he was entering the stage. Listen to my testimony. After I delivered it, I had to rush and get to the, the hall. When I got there, the first things that he was saying was, the Lord is telling me that most of you are not honoring me. And this was not what he had been preaching from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And he started talking about honor. And he started releasing revelations and blessings. And the Holy Ghost, the presence of just consumed and said you see the reason why I wanted you to be to go and do that before this message because I have something for you because if I had if I had disobeyed and had not done it and had heard the message before doing it, the effect would be different my conviction made me honor him on time some of you you must begin to pray, Lord, give me convictions in my heart, even concerning how to honor and who to honor. Am I talking to God's people? <laughs> Let me share a dream that our father had one day. He said in a dream, the Lord spoke to him and told him that if he does not honor this great man of God, he will not get to certain heights in ministry. And since then, he has been honoring, trying to honor this man of God. His name withheld. He had had many experiences and perhaps reasons not to honor this man of God. But because of the dream and that has produced a conviction in him, he has kept on honoring this man of God and he can see that his honoring of this man of God has kept him on a particular road. You know, when you see his ministry affecting all over the world, people all over the world, you may not know what had gone into it, but one of the things is his honoring of such people with conviction. One day, I remember he said he had gone to a place abroad somewhere and the Lord had impressed on his heart to honor another father, someone he calls a father in ministry. And he had... I remember he said he had just a few thousands of dollars. And the day he had wanted to give this money as a seed to this man of God, this father. That was the day the father was preaching and he said, 
the Lord has blessed me. I am so blessed from different, different ways God has blessed me. I have, I am worth, and he mentioned a huge amount of money, millions of dollars. And he said when he heard it, something told him, look, you this African brother, with your small money, where are you taking it? And he, he said, no, I'm not going to give it. And when he went back to his hotel room, the Lord rebuked him. That don't listen to the voice of the devil. It's Satan who is trying to deceive you and then make you feel ungrateful. He said, I have told you, do this. Don't think that the man needs your money. He doesn't need your money. I'm saying this to say that if you're honoring somebody, it doesn't really do anything much to the personal, but it is for you. Honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you, not with him. So that you also live long, you will live long. So when he did that, he said that the Holy Ghost impressed on him and he wept and cried throughout the night and the following morning he got his what relatively smaller seed and then located the son of the man of God and sent it to him to give to the father. And he believed that it is that anointing on this great man of God that has contributed to how far he has come in ministry. What conviction do you have? Some of you as I'm talking, there will be a conviction in your heart that look, I have to, my father, my father will give back to me. Today I have to send him some more. He may have money, but the moment you have that conviction, just obey and do it. I might talk it to some people. Prophet's birthday was on Thursday. It is not for me to come and stand and say that, let's give a seed, let's give a seed. You must have a conviction that, look, I must honor my prophet. One of the ways is to honor with my substance. If I can get my little seed, I will send it to him. He doesn't need our money. He doesn't. But you see, the fact that your seed can reach him would provoke a blessing on your behalf. Can I have an amen? amen? Oh, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor we are receiving revelation. Number four was what? Honor according to rank. You know, like I started by saying, sometimes we easily, next week I'll actually be talking about something in relation to this point. But we easily mistakenly honor wrongly. For example, with all due respect, you see, a mother and a father are not the same level. Right? I can't hear you. Is it right? Huh? Is it right? Or, or they are the same level? Who is higher? Father. So if you want to honor your mother and honor your father, let's say I'm talking about hundreds. You have 300 Ghana. Don't do 150, 150. Huh? I said, you have, let's say, 300 for daddy and mommy. You want to honor. Honor in ranks. So who is higher? The one who is higher must clearly have the greater honor. And it must be clear. So I would, I would propose something like, 
100 for mommy, 200 for daddy. That's what I mean by that. In the same way we come to church, it will be some way for our prophets to be honored the same way we honor the bishops that, that are his sons. How can you sow a seed of 500 Ghana in my life and you are sowing a seed of 500 Ghana in prophet's life? He may not see it, but God says, ah, it's a mistake. So in your mind, you must always know this person is at this level. This person is at this level. And relate with them as such. You don't like my teaching. <laughs> you know, in First Samuel chapter 2, I want us to read First Samuel chapter 2 from verse 26. Mm, I'm about to finish. First Samuel 2, 26, and I'm reading through to 30. Bible said that, and the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Can I have an amen? And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me? And did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Now listen. Verse 29. Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering which I have commanded in my habitation and honorest thy sons or you have honored your sons above me to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel my people. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise or dishonor me shall be lightly esteemed. You see, what happened? Eli had two sons. And his sons were misbehaving. Instead of sorting them out, he could not sort them out. He felt that, oh, I mean, what will people think about me? What will people think about my sons? But you see, it had to do with the commandment that God had given. That they had trespassed. They had disobeyed. They had shown a clear, obvious disrespect. He had to sort them out, but he did not. And God was saying to a man of God, to him, that listen, what you don't know is that you have honored your sons more than me. Sometimes, it, the, the one you must honor wouldn't say it, but like when you come to your, your house, your father may be there, and then you are a daughter or you are a son, and then you, you, you want to honor, and then when you come, you just put something for your brother, put something for your sister, put something for your other brother, put something for your father. And when your father looks at it, it looks like it's the same thing that you have distributed. We'll be on you 2020. 
20 Ghana, 20 Ghana, 20 Ghana, 20 Ghana. Your father wouldn't say anything. But it was it would be like, wow. You have not respected me enough. That's why in most of us our houses we we've been trained. Even when it comes to sharing of food. You see, the father has two powerful fufu. <laughs> and the mother has some one. It's not just a design, it's not um Ministry of Arts. No, it's it's a type of honoring. You see, they are sharing meat. The father has two or four, and the mother has two, and the children one. Even the one can you see that the older one has a bigger one, a smaller one, and the ass is going. That is honoring. <laughs> That's honoring. Yeah. In the same way, when you come to church, you should, we should have a separate chair for the most highest person in the system. Uh, what do you think about that? Now let's go to the last but one point. What did I say? Honor with humility. You know? Humility is an important step in honoring someone. If, if you don't have humility, what do you have? Pride. Look, anybody who is proud will not honor. When I say pride, I'm talking about a feeling that, oh, who is he? Who is she? You see, usually when young girls are growing up, they see their mothers. But when they get to the point where they have a boy, they have a big breast, they have a big bombs, they have hair, they also can have a job, maybe you have a car, then their mind is like, oh, mommy, you can't talk to me like that. And it's almost like, who is she? But that's a mistake. That's a mistake. And same to boys. But you see, in the house of God, we are being taught that even if your father has become weak. Even if you are doing greater works than your father, you must remember where he came from. Humility will let you know that, look, it is my father who brought me into this situation. Who is a father actually? A father is somebody who has birthed you into something. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to you in the studio right now. This thing I'm doing, this Facebook live, I am saying, come and sing. So I'm birthing you into something. Don't forget it. As I'm standing as a bishop, Bishop Dark is the one who has birthed me into. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know I could be a bishop. I, I, it is not. And most of us are like that. Look, he said, Chris, you can be a shepherd. Chris, you can be an elder on campus. Chris, I'm making a pastor. Chris, I'm sending you as a missionary. Chris, I'm ordaining you today. Chris, I'm consecrating you. So, what will enter into you? And you see some people who have become bishops and they forget where they have come from. And they leave the system. You hear one of these things going on in the system. It's a type of dishonor. Don't forget. You call your, yourself whatever. Don't forget. Pastor Richard, remember the bishops and the pastors who have been the pastor of this church and how they've helped you. Remember Bishop the Queen. I've, last time I was telling you that honor him. 
I just came into your life. Honor him. That is the truth. Humility, if you are not humble, you will not honor those you must honor. In other words, those you must honor, if you don't honor them, we can conclude that you are proud. Failure to honor those you must honor can cost you. A woman with alabaster box of ointment is a great example of the beauty of a humble person who honors another. This lady humbled herself by kneeling down and even using her hair. Now can you imagine using your hair to wipe your, your pastor's feet? That's a very big humble act. It's because you are not small in your own eyes that certain ministers are not great to, great to you. Because you are not small in your own eyes. So you see, it's like, oh, you just put on your TV. You watch. Ah, show that. Wow. To be honest with you, as I'm closing, I think we must all repent. Because sometimes we have even seen and we didn't know. One of the things I have always my family, as my wife and children, is let's put a high value on our Bible. Like, I, I, I personally, and, and, and I am not being pious, though. I'm telling you the truth. I personally don't enjoy it if somebody mishandles the Bible. I, I feel like you are dishonoring God. It's that strong to me. So even the way sometimes I see Bibles have been lettered, it pays me. I say, hey, it's almost like you don't have a revelation of what you are doing. Yeah. Because the Bible is God. That has composed himself into what you can handle. And you just treat your Bible anyway. Some of you, your Bible has dust. And that behavior, you begin to extend it to people you must honor. Oh, daddy crowd, mommy crowd, my husband crowd. Look, and God, I realize that it's entered into every day because it's a virtue. If you learn how to honor, you take it everywhere. You honor your boss, you honor your husband, you honor your pastor, you honor, it moves everywhere and it's easier to honor. I'm talking about honoring with ease. And the last point. Honor before it is too late. Honor before it is too late. Hmm. That is very sad, isn't it? The greatness of a person is often recognized. Often recognized after they die. Their absence and the effect of their absence are not easy to ignore. Whilst they are alive, they are often criticized, often ignored. It's almost as though everyone is waiting for your death to say good things about you and to spend money on you. And Africans, we are good at that. When the person is gone, they would go and buy paint, come and paint their house. Now, we, for the very first time, we do toilet in the house. And then we just have to... <laughs> and we do road that connects. There's no road, but now... We are saying we are honoring when the person is dead and gone. 
That's how we are. If you want to honor someone, it is important that you rush to do so now. Can I have an amen? amen. Let me read this story and then we are closing. This is Prophet Dag's true story. He says, I remember when the Archbishop Idahosa came to Ghana. I felt convicted in my heart to honor him. And so I decided to find out which hotel he was staying in and present him with a special offering. So sometimes in trying to honor the people you must honor, you must do everything possible. Yesterday, a church member drove at night to my house to come and honor us. Look, it did something to me. Yeah. I mean, what to make you drive at night to come and honor a man of God? Yeah. And no wonder this person is, is a little bit different. Oil is on him. I decided to find out which hotel he was staying in and present him with a special offering. I had a deep conviction in my heart that it was something I needed to do. Are you listening to me? He was both touched and surprised by this gesture of mine. He lays his hands on me and prays for me in this in his hotel. One morning, two weeks later, after he had left Ghana, I got a call. And the call was that this Archbishop Idahosa had just died. Exactly two weeks. I could not believe my ears. When he prayed for me two weeks before, he had been healed and hearty. When I say healed, that means I was strong, healthy, and vigorous. He was, he was moving. I mean, everything was okay. There was nothing wrong with him. And there was no sign of death on him. As I pondered over my interaction with him two weeks earlier, I realized that God had urged me to honor him before it was too late. If I had not, I'd have missed that opportunity. You see, this was somebody who was going strong. But as one, just two weeks after, he was to be gone. What about you? Are there some people you must honor now before they die? Are there some people that if you do not honor, you would have made the gravest of mistakes? You say, oh, my boss. I could have done this for 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 my boss. But it's too late. It's too late. I could have done this for my husband. I could have done this for my husband. Look, when you go to a lot of funerals and you see husbands, usually men die before the women. And I'm, I'm not against it because you came before the, the woman came. I mean, I, I don't know, but that is usually. Usually the men are older than the women. So you came to this world. You must go first. So you see the wives and the guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
minute I want all of us to pray and ask God to have mercy on us if you are listening to me there are some people in your life you must honor there are some people in your life you must honor I said there are some people in your life you must honor just for a few seconds begin to think about these people and then pray that God have mercy on me I have not honored these people I have not honored my biological father well I have not honored my biological mother well I have not honored people who have been like mothers and fathers to me in my workplace, in the secular world, especially in the ministry. There are some people who have led you to pray in tongues. There are someone who led you to Christ. Honor that person. Honor that person. There are people who have brought you to, to the level you are at now. In the ministry, the revelation that you have. Honor such people. Your bishop, honor him. The bishop that used to be before the bishop who has come. Honor him. Honor the bishop that is. Honor the bishop of this denomination. Honor our prophet. It is important. Honor the prophet's wife. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray just for a minute or two more. And say, Lord, help me to honor. Help me to learn honoring. May I honor with ease. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Father, today we pray for mercy. Yes, Lord. Even as a church. Yes. And most of us who are watching, we pray mm. that we have not honored our prophets, we have not honored our biological parents, we have not honored people who are special in our lives, who have major roles to play in our lives the way we should. Mm. But we pray that you show us mercy. Yes, Lord. 
for your word, by your word you cleanse us. Cleanse us, Lord, today by this word that has come. May we begin to see a great change in our lives. May we have testimony that people have begun to honor their husbands, honor their parents, honor their bosses, honor their pastors, honor their bishops in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. If we are honoring people in our lives, we will not say evil about them. We would not take their words lightly. We would sow into their lives. May we begin to do all these things. And we know that as we honor, it shall be well with us. And Lord, we shall live long. In the name of Jesus. Every eye closed. If you are watching me and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, maybe somebody invited you into his watch party, but you know deep down in your heart that you are not born again. It's an opportunity to give your life to Jesus now. I stand here believing that if Jesus calls me now, I'll make it to heaven. What about you? Would you want to pray this prayer with me? Please close your eyes and let's pray if you can. And say after me, and I want those in the studio with me say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please forgive me, please forgive of, me. All my sins. of all my sins. I confess you as the Son of God. I believe in my heart that you came to this earth to die for me. And on the third day, you rose again. Again. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart, come into my heart and, be the Lord of my life. and be the Lord of my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus please, write my name please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From, today, From today, I am born again. I, am born again. I will serve you, I will serve you all, the days of my life. all the days of my life. Say after me, Satan. Satan. From today, From today you, are no longer my master. you are no longer my master. I am no longer your servant. I am no longer your servant. Jesus has set me free. Jesus has set me and I am free indeed. And I'm free Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. And receiving me. And receiving as one of your own. As one of your in own. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all those who have received Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. I pray, Holy Spirit, endorse them, seal their heart with a seal of redemption. May they never backslide. May they serve Jesus all the days of their lives. Help us to help them to even grow spiritually. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you give your life to Jesus, I want him to just pick these numbers and call. You'd get me through any of those numbers and I would have some time to talk to you. 0249 This is my personal number. You can call me the pastor. I gave my life to Jesus. Can I say, Bishop, I was one of those who prayed with you and I want you to help me to locate a pastor for me so that I can grow spiritually and the Lord will bless you. Now, all those who are watching us, we've had a wonderful time. We are about to take our communion. So just locate your communion in your house. Locate your communion. Have some wine, have some bread. We are going to take communion. The reason why we take communion is because Jesus said, as often as you do this in remembrance of me. And so we need to remember Jesus through our communion. You know, and then as we take the communion, remember that Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. Eat in remembrance of me. So the, the body that the body of Jesus is the bread that we are eating. So practically, it's almost like when you eat the bread, anything that is worrying you in your body, your soul, your spirit is dissolved because the power that kept Jesus alive is that power that is entering to you. Are you understanding that? In the same way, when we take the wine, 
Jesus said that this is my blood poured out for you. And so when you drink the wine, you believe that supernaturally it's turning into the blood of Jesus. You know when Jesus was on earth, in John chapter 2, Bible says that the first miracle he did was a miracle in the wedding of Cana where water was turned into wine. So when it comes to Jesus, he is the best who is able to turn a situation into another. He's able to turn water into wine. He can turn the wine into blood. He can turn that bread that you are taking into his body. He says that as you take it in remembrance of me, this is what happens. Hallelujah. So right here in the studio, everybody is having their bread and their wine at your home. Have yours now. We're going to take it together and I'm believing God that you are going to be blessed. Father, have your bread. Mommy, have your bread. Children, have your bread. Get some wine. If you don't have a wine, just get water. It's going to turn into the blood of Jesus as you drink it. Yes. the studio, please stand to your feet. Take the bread. This is the body of Jesus. Hallelujah. And as you put it in your mouth, believe me, any sickness in your body will be dissolved. In your home, lift it up and say the body of Jesus. I can't hear you. Say the body of Jesus. And now eat it. diseases in your body is dissolving. Some of you may be saying that, ah, I took it the last time but it came again. Not today. Some of you, your mind is dummy. He was very intelligent. As you take this, you are receiving the grace, you are receiving the intelligence of Jesus, you are enjoying the health of Jesus. Everything that Jesus enjoyed, you shall also enjoy. As we drink this blood, may the blood mix up with our blood. May every potential coronavirus, every bacteria, any worm that is in our body, may the blood that we are drinking dissolve it in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. Do you have it in your house? Lift up the wine and say the blood of Jesus. Say the cup of blessing. Drink it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to receive Tetelestal. It is finished. For the cause that Jesus went to the cross and died. 
We pray and thank you that it will be established in our lives through this communion. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take your seat. Today, before we close, we are going to do something special. So we are not closed yet. What is happening is that everywhere in the UD, we are cutting a special cake for our prophet. If we were supposed to have been in a, in a, in a, in a public place like our church hall, we'll all be there to witness it, take pictures. But due to what is happening now, it's not possible. But believe with me, that a few of us here who are cutting the cake, your faith is part and you're also enjoying the cake together. We wish we can send you the cake by courier, but it is well. So we're going to cut the cake. But before we do that, I want you to take an offering. Take out a very good offering. We want to give specially for the projects that are coming forth. Some are ongoing, some are coming forth. I want everybody to take out your mobile money. Try and every week have some money on your wallet so that we can do that. Okay, so I realize that a lot of people don't give offerings. When I ask the chief treasurer, they tell me names that have given. I realize that most people don't give. I think maybe one of the reasons is that, oh, this season, how can I give offering? But can I tell you something? If you listen to that, it's almost like listening to the clouds. The clouds say, oh, it's going to rain. And so because of that, we cannot sow. By Ecclesiastes chapter 11, the wise man Solomon said, don't look to the clouds, else you wouldn't sow. And so, look at what the Bible says, that he that scattereth, as you scatter, as you sow, it comes back to you. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. Luke 6.38. Good measure. Believe me, what I'm saying is true. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together and running over. He said, God will cause men. So the men include your boss, include your auntie, it includes your friend, it includes somebody you meet, you meet for the first time. Men to give unto your bosom. So are you giving? Take your 100 cities and sow. Take your 200 cities and sow your 50 cities. Try and do something that you have not done before today in the past week or two. Do it and God will bless you. Do it. God is going to bless you. Maybe you also have your tithe. When you send your offering, please, if you are part of the, the normal church, just write offering or tithe. If you are part of the flow church, which has begun today, write F church and then write offering or F church and tithe and the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. I'm waiting for you. It's very important. We are not rushing at all. I want everybody to give. Everybody, everybody. Let give on behalf of your, your son, your daughter. Give and God will bless you. I'm waiting. Families can give 200 cities, 100 cities, 50 cities. Maybe you don't have money this week. You can give 20 cities. Do it. If you don't have mobile money and you have physical cash, just locate a pastor somewhere. Call the pastor. Pastor, can you please pass by and pick my offering? It's allowed. There's a way we have put a lot of structures in place and then the pastor will just call the administrator and give him direction on what to do. And then the money will be... As you do that in obedience, the Lord will bless you. Is that If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So if you have given, say amen. If you have given, type amen on the comments and let's see that you have given. Every giving, every sowing, 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have you enjoyed service today? This evening, let's try and then connect to the prophet. Revival at 7 flow. Revival flow service is going to be very powerful. I tell you, last week I watched and I was so blessed. Just 12 o'clock, 12, 12, 5, 12, 10. Connect if you can. And then let's watch on the Healing Jesus TV and also Facebook Live. First love, prophet will be preaching for today's message. And God is going to bless you. And Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays are done. Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays are done. During this season, we all pray. So if you are a member of this family, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, we are praying. Tuesday is led by Prophet Doug himself, 4 a.m. Friday is led by Prophet Doug himself, 4 a.m. And Thursday is led by our chairman, Bishop Intefo. That is also 4 a.m. So Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you are in another denomination, let's say with Bishop Ogo, Tuesday is same prophet, Thursday is Bishop Ogo, and then Friday it is prophet. So that's how it is. So if you are part of this family, please Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, don't miss out. And the Lord is going to bless you. If you believe what I'm saying, it's going to be a blessing. Say amen. All right. So, it's time for us to cut the cake. Lady Pastor Rita is here. Mrs. Asempa is here. Pastor Richard is here. We are we are not many at all. We are just about six in the hall in the in the in the studio now. But I would want all the five people to come. Please come. Come stand by me. Social distancing. Please come. My wife, come. Some can come to my left. Come, come, come to social distancing. It's a, it's a powerful social distancing. So we have the cake. are going to cut the cake and then we we'll pop champagne. Which one comes first? <laughs> Cutting the cake. For those who can see, it's written happy birthday, Bishop Dag. We wish you could write the current office is working in. That's the prophet. But we look at this piece and the bishop is the one that could go. But it's so beautiful. And the color I'm sure that when we get to heaven, that is the color we will see. Yeah. And so, I want everyone who is watching us, I think I should have told you earlier that you should get a small cake at home. But don't worry. So we are going to cut the cake um, uh, and uh, we are doing it on behalf of all of us. So Lady Pastor is here. I want her to say something before. happy for 
for what the Lord is doing in your life. Our prayer, our cry is that the Lord lifts you higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and make you great in every sphere in your life. We love you so much. Mommy, we love you for the support you have given daddy for all these years. May the Lord bless you too. And I pray that you will live to enjoy good old days. The Lord bless and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this is from your children in Nyanyano Kakraba Council. All of us but just few people representing. So prophet, we want to cut this cake name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So everybody just bring your hand. Alright. Wherever you want to. So we cut this cake in honor of our Father the Prophet in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. So now, Lady Pastor, you are going to take one. Mrs. Asempa, you take one, and then Pastor Richard, you take one of the champagnes. Alright, so they are popping on behalf of all of us. Everything, everything that you can imagine that is on our prophet that you want. The ability, the anointing to build as they are popping. May that anointing come upon you. Say amen in your house. The traveling grace is traveled all over the world. May you also travel. You know, the grace to write books, to compose music, the grace to raise leaders, send missionaries, the grace to read his Bible, have his quality quiet time and have revelations, the different offices that he's been working in. Recently, the grace to even pray for hours. Have you not noticed that most of you, the way it is, you yeah. So as they pop the champagne, anything that our father is working in, we the sons and daughters, by this popping of the champagne, we also walk in it. The grace to be married for many years and still enjoying his marriage. I see all those who are not married getting married. Amen. Hallelujah. So please. Wow. The first one is gone. The second one is gone. The third one is gone. Hallelujah. Wow. This is beautiful. God bless you. Please take your seat. Take your seat and then begin to just pour, share. In your home, I am praying that you also have something and just to enjoy yourself. But we are coming to the end of our service. Please take note. Today is um, a special day. So let's enjoy, let's watch Prophet. He has a word for us. Just 12 o'clock, connect to him, watch first, first love, and I'm sure God is going to bless you with the flow service. And in the evening, we have revival flow service at 7 p.m. It's also going to be powerful. And I want you to know that as you watch every revelation that you have, share with somebody, and the Lord will grant you grace. In the name of Jesus. Take this stage as we are closing. Take the stage, Lord, this week. Have your way. I'm just a vessel. Stand to your feet. Nothing more.
in your house. We are singing it at this week. That's what we are saying to the Lord. Please thank the glory. That's what we are saying to the Lord. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Let the presence go with you this week. Take the stage. Take the stage, Lord. Sing it to Jesus. And have your way. I am just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more. And nothing more. When you are done. When you are done. Please take the glory. Please take the glory. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Just to see you glorified. Just to see you glorified. We are singing for the very last time. Take the stage, Lord. Take the stage. This week it is a stage. Have your way. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more. Nothing more. When you're done, please take the glory. Oh Jesus, I'm satisfied just to see. share the grace together now. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, and the year of the shepherd be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for enjoying the Facebook Live. See you at Revival at 7. For listening to this powerful message, for prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 Just like